0: Grab your cocktail shaker, kick back, and get ready for the Big Fat Party. Greg and his band of unintelligibles are back mixing, drinking, reviewing, and discussing Bloody Marys and all that goes with them. My Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast, where you'll never drink alone.
1: Welcome to my big, fat, Bloody Mary podcast, where you will never drink alone. And we are coming to you today from the iconic, famous Dells Bar here in La Crosse, Wisconsin. I'm Greg, your host. I got Mike, my buddy, my wingman. Always. My amigo. Talk to me, Goose. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) He's here. And uh, we've also got Tammy here, the... uh, Manager is that a safe term or? Um,
0: well, yeah,
1: that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the word of the day. I've been getting some feedback.
0: This is a podcast. I do you have, a, do I do have <laughs> a technical term. So
1: I, I have this tendency to say the word um while I'm recording, and uh, so the word of the day, and people have to drink if I say um. <laughs> we're gonna need an Uber to get need out of more here. Drinks? <laughs> you might, uh, yeah. So uh, hopefully this will help me become a better podcaster, but it might just get, make people drink more. So if <laughs> you, you hear anybody stammer and say the word "um," <laughs> it's oh, time anybody? time to drink. Anybody, yes. right? Oh, right. We're all held to that same standard, and we're here as part of. The Big Fat Bloody Mary Experience. This is a uh, passport tour through La Crosse's Best Bloody Marys. We chose 11 sites, didn't we, Mike?
2: Yes, we did, and And we got some beauts. Were they random? No, no. They were kind of known for their... And actually, well... That's not really true. Some were not known for their Bloody Mary, but they will be now. They will. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, and there,
1: there are a few that are not on the list, and as I've said, they may need to re-examine what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> yes. if they're not. <laughs> yes. Would you mind, uh, you're always the one that does all the work on this breakfast, <laughs> bowling through, who always on this?
2: Well, we have Bennett O'Reilly's. Uh, we have the yeah. breakfast club and pub, a great place for breakfast. Yeah, and, 80s uh, theme a well, lovely, lovely bloody. Uh, David Ray is up in Onalaska. Alaska. We were there. Fantastic. Yeah, that was fun. Of course, Dells Bar. I mean, if you're going to talk about Bloody Marys and lacrosse, you're going to be talking about Dells Bar at some point. It's the benchmark. It really
1: is. It really like, is. Is. is it as good as Dells? I, I get asked that all the time. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. I do wow. too. And Dell's is on uh, the Ghost of Historic the walking it Tour. Is. So maybe we hey, might what, even be able to cover that a little bit. Uh... What's the deal on that, like? Well, there is a ghost here. Um, in this very bar. In yes. this very bar, oh, yes. Oh, shit. It's a very um, nice
0: one, as yeah. far as I can tell. Yes,
2: it yeah. is a nice one. It is a very nice one. Um, and, so well, it's... <laughs> It's a Casper. Poltergeist. Is its name Casper? Uh, no,
0: it's not. <laughs> I don't think. Uh,
2: but it is a poltergeist. So a poltergeist, uh, they like to make noise. Actually, you have a very specific type of a poltergeist. you How have, do you know this? Yes, you have a Tommy Knocker. Only um, because the people I have talked to have told stories about. Uh, a, uh, it's always in triplets, but three knocks. And the most famous story, and this has been in several haunted Wisconsin books. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 2003, uh, the bartender opened up the place. It's about 11 o'clock in the morning. Got the bar opened, and then he was seated at the end of the bar reading the morning newspaper. He then claimed that there were three unbelievably loud knocks on the front door. Mm -hmm. Startles him a great deal. Gets up from his stool, goes to see who's knocking on the front door, and he'll... But before, as he's opening the door, this very large, very heavy antique ceiling fan falls from the ceiling, hitting the stool he was just on. That was Tom. That, that was Tom. Yeah. Yes. And he said he then went outside and he said there was no one within blocks yeah, of saved, this his death. Wow. saved His Life. Saved His Life, yes. So- and, and I've heard more stories about uh, knocking. Um, mm-hmm. And also, uh, when when you're closed, that uh, bartenders will sometimes hear talking or laughter coming out of the restrooms.
0: There's stuff that happens in the bathrooms. Yeah, so clear. <laughs> it makes them think
2: they forgot someone, so they'll check it, nothing, mm-hmm. and they'll come back to the bar, and then that laughter will start oh, to creep out again. Oh, for crying out loud. Yeah,
1: wow. Great so stories. Th- this is something that you do, Mike. Um, I do. We're... we're uh, um downtown and <laughs> drink we're, we're kind of on on this topic. Uh, can you give us a little thumbnail what, what it is you do with these tours? Because I, I think our listeners, especially the ones that are going to come down for this passport, would probably be interested in what you got going.
2: Absolutely, and I'm coming into my my busy season as we're coming into fall and yeah. the Halloween. Uh, you know, we, we, a lot of people are interested in hearing about ghost stories. So uh, it is. I started five years ago, and it, it's a walk through downtown. Um, I tell ghost stories. I tell a little about about the history of lacrosse. I have an iPad, so I can show people archival photographs of what things look like way back when. And part of the proceeds go back to the public library, which is uh, kind of oh, a nice feature. That's that. very cool. So yeah, yeah. But I digress. I am not here to talk about that. Well, yeah. apparently I was. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to talk about the, what we're doing here. The, my big, flat, bloody mirror experiences. I was experienced. I was going through the bars that we uh, yeah. are on the tour. You're the only one that ever digresses, though.
1: I clearly would never do that. No, no. Uh,
2: but also on the tour, we have Dublin Square. I'm looking forward to that one. Faisies. Yeah. That was a fantastic buddy. Howie's. Uh, the Lacrosse Distillery Company.
1: The Mothership. The Mothership. That's, yeah, and that's our we were, next one. Yeah.
2: And we were just at Pearl Street Brewery. Uh, the Crow, the Michelin, and the Waterfront Restaurant.
1: So yeah, what a great sampling we've had. You know, we've been to many of these sites already, and and the variety, which I think speaks to the beauty of this cocktail, its complexity, and it's not always the same. I mean, we had at the Crow, they make them uh, bourbon county, they make it with bourbon, at uh, with beer, and uh, anyway, and and today, yeah, we're here we are at Dells, which is. Probably one of the most famous Bloody Mary destinations in the state, I would venture to, to say. But yeah, this if you're not on this tour, you still have a little bit of time. Go down to uh, downtown Main Street, 422 Main, grab one of these passports, visit the sites, you get a stamp. Uh, get some of the best bloodies in town, and uh, turn it in by the 19th, uh, 5 p.m. on September 19th, and then they're they're going to do that drawing on the 20th, and they're giving away a Lamborghini, a Corvette, and I think <laughs> maybe a gift certificate and some stuff from the Lacrosse Distillery. <laughs> I might have some of that wrong, but yeah, yeah something about right. Some good, yeah, some good good the prizes. Nice,
2: the nice thing about it is you don't have to complete the the whole tour. E- even if you get right. some, you can still turn that in and, and win some prices. You should totally finish. Yeah,
1: you well, should totally would,
2: finish. Exactly.
1: I would encourage you. I mean, given what do you have? A total of six weeks. I mean, we're not asking a whole lot. Uh, you know, 11, 11 sites in six weeks. I mean, again, if if you if you can't do that, you know, you might want to question your whole lifestyle. But. Good point, though. It's true. Like, if you're picking it up late in the game, like right now, and you can't get to all of them, you, you can still be in the running, you know. Uh, but we will scold you if you don't yes. get at least five. Come on, man.
2: <laughs> I have seen worse things to do list, you know, than oh going to different God. places and drink plenty. Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: that's I've... a challenge. You should go try something new. Yeah. Eat there. Try the things that they offer and immerse yourself in the experience.
2: Yeah, yeah. I kind of hope on the 19th that there are a bunch of people running <laughs> between the taverns to, to finish. Try to get under the
1: wire at the last minute. And
0: you don't have to just have them for breakfast. We have people come here at like, well, maybe that's breakfast to them because they'll still come in at midnight for Bloody Mary. Hard to say. So maybe but they you don't. can constitute that as breakfast. But
1: Yeah. But you guys you don't judge. I, mean, um, Who would that, judge. I mean, we judge everybody.
0: Just, We're very well, judgy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay. Bottom <laughs> line, I can order a bloody here anytime you're open, oh, and yeah. nobody's going to give me a sideways glance. I think there
0: are places that like get out their kits and then like put them away by like 11 or noon, but we yeah. do not do that. We are no. always fully equipped to make a bloody at no. any given it, time. Yeah,
1: yeah. And it, it is not uncommon to be here at uh, well, not that I would, but at midnight and look across the bar and uh, and see people having bloody marys. It's very normal, right?
0: Yeah, and then people that come back like they. Went to college here and then they come back and then they have that bloody and then they remember like what it tasted like. It's it's sheer bliss. Yep. I like watching that.
2: Yeah, I have a niece that she <laughs> makes a pilgrimage here at least yeah. twice a year to yep. to have to the have bloody. bloody Mary. Yes.
0: It's like on the to do list yes, of it things is. that must be done.
2: Yeah. You know what I love about uh, you guys is you're known for your Bloody Marys and you know people are coming in for them, so you don't just make a big old picture of Bloody Mary. When you order Bloody Mary, you guys. We do for
0: Oktoberfest. Okay. Well, I the sheer volume of like right. Bloody Marys that we do for Oktoberfest cannot be done single, like individually. No. It's just not possible.
1: Good Lord. Yes. You're you're mortals after all. Well, okay. I do tell so, people
0: that's like literally the worst time to come here for a Bloody Mary. It's just peer production. Yeah. We don't uh, care. It's, <laughs> it's it's get them in. Get them out, out. Yeah. It's the
1: amateur hour as, as a patron anyway. No, yeah. Not the bartenders, but so Tammy, um, Maybe explain or describe a little bit about what kind of a place we've been, or that we are in. Um, you know, we've been in a nice restaurant. We've been in a brewery. We've been at uh, another nice restaurant. We've been in a bar. Mm-hmm. What What is Dell's Bar? What kind of place is this? Well,
0: it borderlines on a dive bar, but mm-hmm. it's not. Um, but some people might think it's sort of a, a mainstream dive bar. It might come on it one of those on lists. It ranks on those lists sometimes.
1: But it's clean though, you know. Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
0: We try. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think it's cool because there's just a, a lot of locals that make mm-hmm. their home here. Yep. And it's a tourist attraction, so we get a lot of people who come from out of town um, yep. and, you know, want to come visit this place. And Young and old, so we get college students. Thanks for coming back. You know they're great, yeah. um, and and they rediscover this place or they newly discover it. We get you know we get all those kids that turn of age that discover this place, <laughs> um, and then and then we get the people, the alumni, and all the people that just fondly remember it and have moved on in in their lives and they come back, make their pilgrimages, yeah. and they come back here. So I think we just have a really nice combination of attractiveness for all age groups and all demographics it's a it's a circle bar um, circle bars rule you know yeah. I just yes. there's the best bars to sit at and you just right. kind of get sucked in here and it's it's fun and it's small so it's not like you're looking for people you walk in you immediately know if your group is here or not <laughs> um, and and we, we don't have a ton of turnaround in staffing so usually you get to know the bartenders and you know rely on the, your favorites and and so it's just kind of easy. Um, it's not there's just no frills here,
1: yeah, boy, that's a great that's a great description. And I think the, your point about the circle or horseshoe, I guess technically, yeah, it's a whole an oval,
0: it's an oval bar. Uh, yeah,
1: you can you you can you got something to look at, you know, hopefully you're not have to look at at my ugly mug, but you might uh, oh, you and can kind of see everybody it's
0: like a, obviously, and then it's like a museum. <laughs> So yeah. Tom's collection is, you know, oh obviously well-known, and people love, like, um, to come in and see what's changed, what, you know, where... Because, like, he he would go in and move yeah. things around, and then you'd be like, hey, he moved that <laughs> over there. When did he put that in? You know, so it's always fun. Even if you've been here a million times, you still yeah. look at everything to see if anything's moved. So...
1: Yeah, if you've got some It's like Elf to... on a
0: Shelf, but better.
1: A better. <laughs> right. for, yeah, there is some really... Adults. <laughs> Some really cool collectible stuff in in the the cases that that, that surround the bar. And, and there's something hanging from the ceiling that I don't recall seeing anywhere else. It's a, a wicker constructed uh, motorcycle. Of
0: course. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
1: I don't know why every bar doesn't have that. You <laughs> right. had
0: to have it. Yeah. He had to have it. It's I, heavy, actually, though.
1: I, I wonder about that. Is.
0: And collects a lot of dust.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I bet it, yeah, you almost have to have some sort of a... Uh, high-pressure hose or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've taken it a couple times and, like, yeah. compressor, you yeah. know, air compressor did. Oh, there you go. But yeah. you can't, like, wash it. or. Right. Yeah. I'll, I'll
1: mention one, and this is a little bit self-promoting, far be it for me, but you sell t-shirts here, and you've got a few different really fun and cool ones, but uh, you and I got together on well, the very shirt I'm wearing right now, uh, so people can come in and buy a big, fat, Bloody Mary t-shirt mm-hmm. with the very cool Dell's uh, emblem on the back. One of
0: the first collaborations in merchandising wear. Yeah. But yeah, I like it. Actually, I just discovered I need more.
1: I like, need more, too. I so, only uh... have like
0: four double XLs. <laughs>
1: Oh, boy. Because Terry
0: asked me about it, and I was like, yep. I don't have any idea. And then I looked, and I go, I have zero. So, yes, we'll, well be putting in an let's order. Well, let's talk so.
1: about that, because I'm getting a lot of people ask, well, I haven't changed my shirt in four weeks, so everywhere I go, people are seeing <laughs> it's a, it.
0: it. It's a very cool shirt. Oh, so yeah. We, you're accredited with that design, for sure.
1: Thank you. Well, it, it, is, it is a fun one. We um, do toe
0: the line there on
1: trademarks and stuff, so right. don't tell anybody. Don't right, tell yeah. everybody
0: in a podcast. Great. It might
1: have. Well, um... Here, here I go again. I get chatty. I get hanging out with cool people. And I forget about the main mission, and that's to drink a Bloody Mary.
0: Enough of the garnish. Let's get to the drink. Shall oh yeah, we? You weren't even drinking. I've been drinking mine all time. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> You're the smart one of the group. So what do we got here, uh, Tammy?
0: So, I mean... It's basically a standard Bloody Mary. Um, good spices, good tomato juice. Um, yep. The debate is out there on the vodka. Obviously, yep. just a block away, we have some of the best made vodka. So, you know, if yep. local's your jam and good vodka's your jam, then we do distillery uh lacrosse distillery vodka. A lot of times we just put in rail. I don't actually like vodka in my Bloody Mary, so I usually like to drink it with a full beer back. Um, Garnishes, very important because people tend to use that as the snack bar.
1: Yeah, they sure do, especially in this.
0: Awesome pickle. I think that the pickled Brussels sprouts just quintessential. I just people overlook that as important. It's important to me. Um, And then the cheese. I mean, I changed cheese providers once, and you would have thought I killed a baby. Oh
1: my God! What is the deal on this cheese? Not accepted. Seriously, though, I the cheese. I I want to find out where you get it and buy it because it is the creamiest. pepper jack cheese I've ever had but
0: originally I was buying it from Bacalars the sausage Bacalars company oh, down know yeah, I, I don't know, know maybe they're still around but they stopped carrying the cheese Yeah, and that cheese was very good and creamy it was very delicious Yeah, so I had to find a new provider of the cheese and I think it's very creamy and delicious it is if you took them side by side, you might, you, you would take issue. Because I think the older cheese was creamier you like in some a ways. Better. But both, I mean, it was good. Yeah, it's, yeah, very it's good. Damn good. It's, it's damn good. It's damn good. So. Um, and we buy it by the um, six pound brick. No, five pound brick. Six yeah. five pound bricks in a case.
1: Wow. So you go through a lot of bloodies here. Is it safe yeah. to say that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I tried to figure it out once, like annually, how many bloodies we go through, and I just kind of gave up after. Oh, annually. my
1: God. I would lose count. <laughs> I would Just the bloodies I drank here myself would add up to quite a few.
0: But then the seasoning, obviously, the spice, I think, yep. would be why ours are discernible.
1: Yeah, very secretive about that, Secret. aren't you? Like, I'm not going to get I'm, much out I've of it. I've made
0: you. it for 20 years here.
1: Yeah.
0: And... Nobody else has made it here. No one's ever made a batch for me in that time. Okay. Very wow. close. We came very close to running out like a week ago, and I was out of town. I was like, "You're gonna have to stretch it." I don't know what to tell you. I, <laughs> I can't have anyone else make. Sell it, them so. gin
1: and tonics for a couple days. Or to, I
0: will have to kill you. <laughs> well,
2: now, do you have it written down in a safe? I don't somewhere have it written and do down. Something?
0: And this is a huge debate, so there are going to be haters calling. Their phone lines are gonna. They're probably already blowing up. <laughs> probably. But it's very debatable because there are people that hang their hat as the creator of this recipe.
1: I've heard of some. Yep.
0: And, I mean, I don't really know who did So you're following
1: regionally. in the footsteps of whoever created it. You, i It following, wasn't your...
0: I was never given the recipe. Okay. It was, it was just was not gonna be given to me. So yeah, okay. I had all the ingredients and just put it together. And yep. I'm anal, so I obviously like wrote everything down and did it was right. like for, like, a few batches, I was like, did you like... Okay, everyone everyone like that? Could you tell the difference? <laughs> I, like, analyzed the color. Sure. I kept a jar of the old stuff for a long time to try to, like... Yep. ...piecemeal it together, and I did my best. But I laugh because people have been drinking my recipe for probably the longest.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice. It, it almost, is delicious. I mean, almost
0: two decades.
1: Yeah. So. Um,
0: and there's ingredients that have been discontinued, um, but overall, I make it exactly the same way. Yeah. And they notice because I've pandemic crap and like sourcing crap, right? So I couldn't yeah. get one of the ingredients in the amount I normally get and everything is just like by the bag so I just sure makes it so this one I had to get like a big jug of it like a five pound jug and I normally get them in one pound packages so I just didn't care and I might have just thrown it in there and someone was like and I'll tell you what it was it was garlic powder they're like did you put a bunch of garlic in this I was like well I mean not I don't think more than I was like oh that was the one where (laughs) I had to like eyeball it and I eyeballed it too strong and they noticed wow yeah I didn't ever use that jug anymore. I was like, well, the other stuff's in, so I'll just, proper measurements are very important because you can't make any changes. Yeah. The natives will kill
2: you. Well, keep uh,
1: <laughs> you know keep doing what you're doing. I I think uh, and Mike I would like to hear your take on it too. But I would describe this as very savory, mildly spicy, fairly thin in composition and uh, complex. Mm-hmm. There is clearly a fair amount of spices in here.
2: Absolutely, and I love the the heat. It doesn't it doesn't you know it's not grabbing you by the throat initially, no. but it hangs with you for a while. It's just a nice consistent heat. Yep. Yeah, it's it's yummy. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Cheers to you. Well, um, I, it's a good Bloody Mary. I heard that. <laughs> I heard what you said. That's my
1: line. <laughs> um, now you you know what I didn't even realize this, and I, I come here fairly regularly. You offer a lot of different Bloody's. It isn't just like we're having the standard, or, or is that what you would call it? The
0: that's the famous one, yeah. The,
1: the classic. That's the, that's the but original. You offer a whole plethora of of options, right?
0: Yeah, I think somewhere like I don't know, somewhere less than ten years ago we got bored and we were like, okay. <laughs> yeah, well. You know, in i think any bar you're gonna have the bloody Maria or you're gonna have the rum bloody. A lot of people like rum bloodies and so people I mean, you people go around, they have to have their adaptations and right. People do that over the course. So we were like oh, we should, you know, make this bloody alternative menu and kind of put all these different incarnations that most people kind of come up with themselves. But we had some fun ones, like the bacon vodka and the cucumber, Um, you know. So we just kind of had fun with it, and I was kind of surprised. So we kind of tried our own little bloody, like, you know, bloody card, so it was like 12, to get people to try the alternatives to see if they liked them, and then yep. you could win a shirt or something. Nice. So people still try it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm from Wisconsin, Greg. Where the hell is my beer chaser?
1: And we're in Wisconsin, and doggone it, if I order a bloody here, I'm getting a beer chaser, aren't I?
0: Um, yeah, I think it's funny when you go to places and you're like, where's my chaser? And they're like, well, you can order a beer if you want. I was like, what? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah. I was at a place There's in no San Diego that, that was kind of known for their bloodies, and they were very good. It was a, It's called the Open Bar, uh, kind of uh, Pacific Beach area, and they have a great bloody. They serve it in kind of a short, stout glass. It's very horseradish forward. The owner makes it up, you know, like daily at home and then brings it because he doesn't want anybody to know. And uh, a I'm like, okay, that's cool. I, I'm you got me, you got me. Like, uh, what do you got for a beer chaser? And they're like, what? <laughs> a beer, like a beer chaser? You, do you want a beer? Well, and this place doesn't sell a single like tap beer. They bring you a little pitcher. So <laughs> here I am with this short stout glass of bloody, and then a pitcher of beer. That was my chaser. So and, you
0: had a bloody chaser with your beer. Like, basically, the bloody <laughs> right, was chasing
1: yeah. the beer, yeah, and I was chasing them both. Yeah. But, uh, it was fun, but. Yeah, they're just not included. Whereas here, it's just expected. I love that.
0: Yeah,
1: and you can pick your beer too. Uh, what is it we're having today? Now we're doing a. It's a Pearl Street Brewery. Is it a fest beer? Is that yes. right, Mike? Yes, that that is. Well, what it's what almost I chose.
0: October fest, so you yeah. should yes. start getting ready. The Season
1: is upon us.
0: And that's the thing, because like obviously originally the chasers were all like yellow beer, right? They were all yes. cheap. Yep. Um, yeah, we made it very essential that you should pick whatever chaser that you like. You should like the beer that chases your Bloody Mary.
1: I agree. So, I agree. We I did like that, that right option. away. Like,
0: you yeah. don't have to have a Miller Lite if you don't want to. You can. Sometimes you yeah. do. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 Um, So, what else might somebody experience here if, you know, they come for this tour with their passport while they're here. Is there something else? Do you have some cool snacks or other kind of drinks that you like to showcase? Well, we
0: have the the big bloody, so we have the 52 ounce or whatever that you can drink alone or with friends. (laughs) You wouldn't judge that. It's like, you know, it's 52 or 54 ounces or whatever, so it's a big, it's like, it's like who's fishbowl, but it's a bloody.
1: <laughs>
0: so I thought that was kind of fun. That's fun.
1: It's, it's a great photo op. I've, people? I've been in a photo with one of those before. There are,
0: there are people that come in and drink the whole thing themselves, which is disturbing.
1: <laughs> Give them some of my stickers, <laughs> would you? And tell them about the podcast. I will.
0: And then at some point, maybe five years ago, Tom wanted to make pizzas. So um, we got a hold of uh, Mama K's. Yep. A local pizza maker. They have their pizzas at Festival Foods and all over. A lot of bars. And I was like, "Will you make us a Bloody Mary pizza?" So she made us oh. a Bloody Mary pizza. And so she uses our spice in her sauce. Yeah. So it's in Five. the sauce, and then these guys make it. It's got pickles on it, and pickles on pizza is really, really good. It's oh, really I can good. see that. I, yeah.
1: I was in here uh, a few weeks ago, and there was a couple from Iowa. And before they left, they had uh, someone come grab them, like, three of your pizzas, and they yep. took them to go. They're so good. So you can do that, too.
0: Well, it was like, we didn't want, like, a Supreme or, like, a Chicken Bacon Ranch. I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want to cook right. pizzas. But Something. we didn't want snacks in here, um, besides popcorn and chips and peanuts. We have peanuts. Yeah. But, uh, but we didn't, like, want to become a restaurant. So this was right. kind of, like, that best thing. But then we didn't want to be, like, just have whatever everybody else was. Yeah. So we have Bloody Mary pizzas. You can get mild or spicy or cheese. That See, these
1: awesome. are... Uh, oh, I love it. In the tech industry, they call these things discoverables. You know, you buy a product, you don't even realize it has all of these additional things you can learn about. And it, I, I love that about what we're doing yeah. with these podcasts. We're finding out all kinds of cool Bloody things. Bloody
0: Mary everything around here. We yeah. like just squeeze the hell out of it.
1: <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Work it like a rented mule. That's right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But you should try one. It's very good.
1: Yeah. I I haven't yet, I confess. So I I, I definitely, I will. I will.
0: It makes sense. Yeah. It does. How old is this place, Tammy? So it's been a bar since 1933.
2: And actually it right? was a saloon before that, so that's right, that? After repeal right after the repeat. Right after it was a brothel. Yeah. And I will show I can show you a photograph of, oh, really? of the well that doesn't work on a podcast too well, but imagine um, if you will. <laughs> but this corner has been a saloon since really the almost the very beginning of lacrosse. Actually I have yet to find a time when this was not a saloon. Really? And the only time it wasn't was during Prohibition. and um, Even then it probably yeah, was. It, I, we're almost <laughs> certain it was. <laughs> yeah. um, but I have a photograph from 1890. You can see the railroad tracks going right down the middle of 3rd Street, and you can see the awning, and you can see the OON announcing wow. it, it is a saloon and uh, and i'm sure that this oval bar this is a classic example of what happened after prohibition uh, because uh, a saloon before Prohibition was there was there were no chairs. Uh, you would just stand at the rail, and Spin it was yeah. it was just and it was just men, right?
0: And just men. What? Yep.
2: Yeah. Yes. Lame. Prohibition happens. When <laughs> women go. start going to speakeasies, <laughs> and they like going out. Um, mm-hmm. So Prohibition is repealed, and women are like, we like to go out, but we like things to be cozy, and we like conversation. So you see a lot of circular bars, you see uh, booze like uh, at the casino bar, uh, so that is a classic example of a bar that opened up right after Prohibition. So this has been a a drinking establishment since the very beginning of La Crosse's history. I love it.
1: You know, think about all the different Bloody Mary podcasts. I don't know how many you can get this depth of knowledge from.
0: (laughs) I know, I'm getting more depth of knowledge from
1: Uh, I gotta ask you the question I've been asking other people on the tour. What's the worst Bloody Mary you ever had, and, and why?
0: Like overall, like ever, just or a, here? a bad no, not here.
1: Oh gosh, oh, not here. No, no, happen, no, no. Yeah. You're out and about, you order bloody, and it's just horrible. Have you? I mean, it's certainly happened to me. Have you had that happen? One that comes to mind that just sucks. It's
0: like on vacation. I don't even think it was in this town, but it was really like sludgy and fishy. <laughs> Ooh, oh, I can handle oh. sludgy, but like it was slightly fishy. <laughs> like maybe they tried a little anchovy without my like approval. <laughs> Yeah, don't for
1: that. I didn't say Fishy's that. Fishy's never good. No, yeah. I don't like that. Okay. Well, I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> yeah, it was,
0: it was pretty traumatizing.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you both. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you, Mike. Uh, this has been really fun. And God, I just love... I'm probably going to hang out here all night now because it is <laughs> just that comfortable of a bar. Um, our next episode is going to be at what Mike has dubbed the mothership. We're, yeah, we're going to be shit. at the Lacrosse Distillery, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. Here we go. We'll see you next time,
0: everybody. I hope you have nothing going on next Sunday either. See you then for another Big Fat Bloody Mary podcast.